Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What is his goal? Yo, welcome back to the immigrant section. I'm Abbas Wahab, and in the studio today we got bodybuilder, supreme, insta famous, longtime friend, the first non comic on the show, and an original member of the actual immigrant section at my high school, childhood friend, Massey Scherzay. Man, thanks for coming through, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Hell yeah, man. It's a blessing to be here. First non comic. Yes. Yeah, you better be funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me. Don't worry. I got this. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Guy, I'm so happy to have you, bro. Same here, man. You've come a long way, dude. Yeah. You have come a long way. So have you. Uh, I've been never seeing you, too. Oh, man. dude, what? You came a long way. You know, looking at you growing up from the neighborhood, you know, two houses next to me. And to me and this guy, we lived in the, we grew up in the same neighborhood, Limberlost, Limberlost. Ontario. I was unit 14, he was unit 11. 11 and yeah. the neighborhood didn't have a unit 13. <laughs> no, <laughs> so that was unit the worst 11. unit ever. Yeah. <laughs> they was, skipped that. Yeah, they skipped 13. It was unit 11, 12, and 14. 14. Yeah, man, and then seeing you, obviously, growing up so fast, so quick, you know, making me look old. Dude, you know, you we know. are doing our thing, man. <laughs> so I I finished high school in 09. I went to the University of Waterloo for engineering for five years, and right after that, I left to the States for another three years. I lived in Michigan for two years and hmm. San Francisco for about a year. So eight years. Pretty much we ran, we obviously were very close around then, but after I left... You've been working out your whole life, pretty much, since pretty I've known much, you. Yeah. You showed me how you had the ball bicep. <laughs> like, dumbbell, curling those five-pound dumbbells in the basement. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think you took a dumbbell from the high school gym. <laughs> no, we bought it from Walmart, bro. Oh, that's the story? <laughs> that's the story. You're sticking with it. Let's just keep it that way, bro. Man, this guy, just from the get-go, you were the strong dude. And, like, I left. I left uh, I just kind of was out of touch with what's happening in London. And by that time, in like 2017, when I came back to Ontario to focus on comedy and like everything, I look at your Instagram. I'm like, this guy's got 70,000. This guy's like a big dude. I'm like, what the hell? I had no idea like how it started. And now you're like at a, like a quarter million Instagram followers, man. Yeah, man. Dude, it's been a long... How like... What happened essentially after like you finished high school? What happened? So after what happened was uh, when I finished high school, um, at age 18, I left my parents' house from London, Ontario, went to Hamilton for education. Yeah. And um, so went there to, to do something to find my path, of course, as a, as a man. And what happened was the only thing that helped me mainly was being healthy and being into fitness and training. So... At the same time, when I joined um, Mohawk College, that's when I went for accounting okay. for about four years. And then when I graduated, I was looking for a job. Couldn't get a job, of course, you know. And um, so I got into so good life. you did life. accounting, right? Yeah, I did accounting. Well, what what made you think accounting was the right move? Um, at that time, I was, um, you know, just leaving the parents' house. I really didn't know much to go which way. It was just one of those One of those things, immigrant right? things, accounting, 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 finance, finance, and just numbers. Actually, numbers was like, I was big with numbers. I was okay. always good with math. And I thought maybe accounting would be something perfect and suitable for me. And um, and to be honest, when I left, uh, when, I, when I left, the, 
You can't even thing. help but say lift. Yeah. <laughs> so when I left, <laughs> I started lifting. And that helped me a lot in that process of understanding myself. And, and I find the passion with, uh, with health and fitness, and which uh, grew. I became a personal trainer at Good Life. And I became really good Is at it. Is that right after accounting? Right after accounting. So you accounting. couldn't find an accounting job? No. And you were like, do, do, was it really, was it like, if you're honest, was it in your heart? Were you like, I need to find an accounting job? Or were you like, I have a degree. I need to get a job in the degree I have. I just need, needed a degree and yeah. a job to just go ahead with, like work in a bank or work for some office or yeah. something. Um, what like, do you do in the summers during university or Mohawk College? Mohawk, so in the summer university, I was working at Tim Hortons. Okay, or you're so doing just job side job size. Uh, even um, even I was a full time student at the time in Mohawk, I was still doing night shifts at Tim Hortons. Of course, you've been so awesome. um, so ever since then, uh, you know, full time um, full time night duties, Tim Hortons, get up in the morning, go to school, um, finish the education, you know, and so I had to find my own ways, my pathway, and then there was. A way of uh, finding a way to be happy as well, which was the gym and the fitness part came along. So, since I'm like I already said, since I knew you, you've been you've had a fucking dumbbell around you yeah. since day one. Since day what one, what got you into it? Is it just feeling like did you just feel like you wanted to be strong, or was there did you look up to anybody like in the media or like what was it? Uh, the main thing was uh, what what inspired me was the most. Um, People like Arnold was the one of the main inspiration ever. If I look, if you look in the documentary and stuff, it helped me, um, you know, to build a vision for myself. Because he and was also an immigrant, immigrant, right? yes. Yeah. And uh, and I guess taking that um, maybe as a terms of a passion, helping me out with uh, with some of the stresses that I was dealing with at that time, you know, and take me to a different pathway. And and then later on, I started to think. See my body changes uh, with time, grow, grow, and and I was like, I'm good at this. And so a couple of my friends told me that you should definitely go into competition, compete, do this. In high that. school, you just left to work out. You had no idea in your head that you would be professional. No, no team. idea whatsoever. Okay, you were just like, let me do something it, with numbers. Numbers, and, yeah. And do what my duty is. Kind duty of is that's yeah. exactly right. So you ended up being a personal trainer. Yes. Then what happened? Then um, I. Well, I became a personal trainer. I became so well at at Good Life that within six months I got promoted okay. as assistant fitness manager at Ancaster Hamilton. Um, worked my ass like nonstop. Like what? Like, What's the hustle? What's the hustle uh, of a personal trainer? Personal trainer, honestly, man, over there, um, it's like it's like any other job. It's like they give you quotas. You got to get those quotas done, and you got to get. In terms of, they give you like a like a goal to follow specifically for that title. Okay, like and for what, for example? For for example, let's just say, um, this month we gotta make at least forty thousand dollars in PT, which is personal training. Okay. Section which normally we have to um, help individual personal trainers to get clientels. Okay. So when clientels do come become a member, they pretty much offer them five to six sessions and to help understand their fitness goals, and we come in. Okay, then you go, I think if you had another session with me, we could really figure out what to do with yes, those Yes, what to do, and then, and then for example, um, let's just say I sat down with somebody with a heart problem who was 300 pounds, trying to help them out to lose weight, so I would, if they want to go further with me, they'll do one to two sessions, and then, and then if they want to do long-term training, then I'll take that clientele, train them for at least six to seven sessions, and then pass it on to the personal trainers. Okay. So pretty much guiding them to go ahead 
with oh, somebody else. So that's what you did. So that's what I did as, as a, the as a fitness manager. Okay, all right. And then um, since it was getting a little bit too hectic uh, for me working there in that in that environment because um, it was the people and the negativity. Was it toxic negative? for me? Uh, it was the work environment. Yes, good life is a negative. What aspect of it was negative? Just the hustle, like I think the hu- it was it was really unfair because um, our GM wasn't really on us. It was like you do this, do that, and I was new to the role. Yeah. There was no such thing as training. That who trained me to that role? They just put me there oh, for me okay. to figure it out. Yeah, they just toss uh, you in the water. They just toss me in the water, yeah. right? And there are trainers who's been with good life for 10, 11 years. They didn't get that position but i did oh so why do you give it to you they give it to me because i was the number one personal trainer at U- upper james uh, good life and at that time how do they how do they rate that like uh, they, they rate that based on the clientele how many sessions i have so uh, commissions so you're and the biggest hustler like, so i was pretty much yeah those yeah. days that i was you know sick like a dog but i was still there training my clients till 8 9 p.m leaving be the first one there and leaving like the the, the last one almost from from there so you gave them your life, so like, to speak. For that pretty time. much, yeah. yes, because I didn't know what to do after getting my degree. Yeah, I you're was, like, I have I was, accounting. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta pay the bills. Yeah. I gotta, you know, yeah. pay back my debt with OSAP. Yeah. So all these individual things that I had to do. Um, OSAP is uh, Ontario, uh, Ontario. I think student uh, loans, so to speak. No, no, I've got, I've got listeners from many other countries, bro. Really? I gotta consider you guys. I'm <laughs> out here just thinking about you guys. Yeah, that's. Awful. Don't think I. <laughs> Don't think I don't consider you guys, right? <laughs> I give a fuck. <laughs> so yeah, so and that was the that was the whole whole thing. And then when I was uh, when I was there at, at Ancaster, when I saw a you know, few things that I disliked, which I don't want to mention, made me, you know, make a move from. Wait, okay, don't, you can't assume those <laughs> motherfuckers are listening. Tell me exactly every. Well, you can't be like, there's. I saw some things I didn't like, so let's move on. So what they were doing was with some of the PT trainers that were there. They were, they were trying to you know sell individual drugs to their clientele to lose weight. Oh, diet pills and and, shit. Di- and all these other things that you know that were legalized at that time, and um, and yeah, and that was the main thing because we are trying to show. Uh, health and fitness in the market like, you know not trying to kill somebody yeah okay you know especially uh, for a person who's like you know 280 pounds who's a female who who's accounting for 20 years of her life she has a desk job and you're trying to give her some kind of a fat burner to lose weight so they can get results yeah do you have any liabilities with this kind of job was it like did they have to sign a bunch of shit or? they had to sign a bunch of stuff but at the same time it's like it's like a one full year commitment yeah you know, it's with like the drug. What, no, not with the drug. No, uh, with the personal trainer. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the drug has nothing to do with yeah, it. Okay. But you know, some personal trainers go out of their ways to do certain things to make that extra cash. Got it. Um, and that was the main thing, and that's why I changed changed that. I went back to fall back as a PT. Then, um, then I moved from 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 Ancaster to Keel and Bond. Okay. Life. So I was I was commuting. So you were like, yo, I'm gonna change locations, and it's gonna be better at this location. The exactly. problem is the management. The management. I'll change. I like good life. I like personal training. Yes. Let's just get the fuck away fuck from away. this negative. Exactly. Okay. And so you changed. I changed. I changed my location, and I went from. Um, so 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 I went to Wine and Kills Good Life, and uh, I was there five days a week. I had no life. Yeah. 
Um, what about so, those extra? What about the two days? <laughs> no, even the, even the two days, bro. It was it was pretty much either family time or getting True. groceries, do laundry, yeah. living on your own, yeah. clean yeah. up Service this, Ontario. clean up that. Yeah, Service, yeah. like you know, yeah. all these things that needs to be done. Um, so I would wake up at five a.m., get on the road by six, um, to get there at eight thirty for the conference call with the good life. And then like farmer hours, man. Yeah, it was. It was because of travel, right? Yeah. Because you're going yeah. from Hamilton to, to Keelan It's like Pond. an hour each way? Um, almost an hour and a half. Oh, my God. And then there was times there was no winter. Like I hate commuting. You know, and, and you know how Canadian winter yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it took a lot of time, man, to get there. And then especially on the way back because you don't want to get stuck in traffic. So I would leave around 8.30 at night. Oh, so I'll be home so by like almost. Day. It was, was like my day. whole day till like ten, ten thirty. I'll be home. Then I come home. I had to cook my meals. Yeah. So because I had my own fitness goal yeah. to look lean. Yeah. Because you were to, these. Too. That was yeah. So I yeah, have you to do those bulk cooks. Bulk cooks. Yeah. You have like eight uh, Tupperwares. Tupperwares. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just cook them all. <laughs> yeah. And um, and there was nobody else there for me to do it, so I have to do it myself. Yeah. And wash my own dishes afterwards and yeah, all these bro, other things, bro. right? We're living, man. You know, the accounting degree didn't help you with that. No, no shit. Accounting <laughs> degree was just garbage, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just there to just. I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Think, you know, and yeah. uh, so that was the thing. Over time, I um, I realized that I became really independent and disciplined in my in my in my job, in my um, fitness goals, in my. Like just general in life. At this point, did you have an Instagram page? Um, no, no, I didn't. No. Okay, all right. No, I didn't. No, I didn't have an Instagram page at that time. Um, I start. Uh, so you were just doing everything in quote unquote real life. Real life. That bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, let's just do that. And to be honest, Instagram wasn't even that big. Okay. Yeah, at that. To be honest, it was just it was just there. It wasn't as. Was it even famous. out? It was out. Okay. But like like I said, I didn't really have Instagram, yeah, gotcha. Instagram at the time. Um, but at the same time, it was, um, when I, after being there and no, noticing that I was once again, number one personal trainer there, I made the club within three months. I made the club $80,000 in three months, in three months, I killed the one $80,000 in good life. Um, commission, obviously they gave you 5% and then hourly rate. Yeah. Um, really when I was, uh, I was getting ready for a show. At that time. So at this point, you were competing. I was competing. You're just getting into just it. Just getting into my what, What's my the show. first level of competing? First you, level of competing is uh, regional, which is a city show. Uh, okay. A small city. Uh, was city. this Hamilton or what? Uh, this could be Hamilton, Mississauga, Toronto. Whatever. Just to, for you to qualify for the next step. Got it. And then, um, and then the next step. Are you... there a lot of people there that have no business being there? They're just kind of like, <laughs> this is the first step, right? So you have yeah. all the crazies, crazies there, right? Thing, yes. <laughs> like sometimes you just like, um, like, what did you do? But I guess people just wanted to, just to show. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know what's going? Like they can do it. Yeah, like, but right? they, but they don't make it past. They don't make it yeah, past yeah, it, yeah, right? Okay. And then that's when I was uh, obviously with the diet, with food, getting on the stairmaster at six a.m. at Kills and Good Life. And noticing that this is, this is this is what I have done for good life, then I can just do it for myself instead yeah. of why a good life make the money when I can make that money. It's like why am I putting all, all my this, life to like, build to their that. brand? And yes, and at the same time, I'm just getting a percentage, and I'm getting hourly rate. Yeah, and it's what, uh, out of your passion, out of my out of my passion, yeah. and I'm training them. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, from my time. Yeah. So literally, I stepped down the stairmasters. I went to my GM and I said, I quit. 
So this was in a single day? In a single day. So this is after you made the qualifier or what? Yeah, that's after I was getting ready for a show at okay. that time. Okay, so you didn't no do the show yet? No. Okay. So as soon as I said that, he thought I was joking. Yeah. He's like, no, man, you can't. You're like the best guy here. Like, don't joke around. And I was like, no, I'm out. Literally put, took, took my bags, left, and walked out of there. And that was the, I never contacted them, nothing oh at all. Oh, my God. That's just amazing. Yes. God just, forbid that you forgot your car keys. Right? You're just like, ah, just one second. Let me, I'm still, I still quit, though. I'm still done. I'm just going to yeah. get these. There was, there was some of the people, um, like, you know, the, the membership dudes uh, who were selling membership. They're like, no way. They were just started following me out. What happened? It came out of nowhere. Nowhere, yes. And I said, to be honest, man, like, I think I can, I'm better off to do it on my own. So on the Stairmaster, you had this realization. The realization. At like 6 a.m. that I know that. So you I, drove all the way there. There. You're on the Stairmaster, the first thing you do before you even get clients. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And then. And you I, quit. And I just said. And you left. Left. Yeah. And then what? And then when I left, I, I focused on the on the show. Um, and then I placed it third on that show. Okay. Which qualified me for nationals. Okay. And This is all of Canada? Canada, okay. yes. And then. So pretty much, when that happened, I took off a year from competing. Okay. Um, then I because I because I quit, I needed a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, gonna yeah. go back to grind. Yeah. So funny thing was when I was a chef at Jack Astor's. Yeah. Bef- when I was living in London, Ontario, one of my boy named Trevor. Yeah. Um, was going towards Edmonton. Okay. And and I had nothing to do. I was at my mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, bro. We we kind of we met up and then we ate at Jack Astor where we worked. And he was telling me about going to oil rigs industry and getting into, uh, you know, oil rigs and... Chemo- uh, yeah, petroleum engineering and all that. Yeah, and that all these... big back then. Big They're back like, then. You go out there, you work two weeks. Two weeks. Non- oh. On a complex. Yes. And get crazy money. And then they fly you back to wherever you want for like two weeks. Two right? weeks, yes. But yeah. at this In case... Fort McMurray? For Fort McMurray, yeah. uh, St. Albert. Yeah. And those this was the, huge. This was 2014 or 2014. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then when he told me the story, I was like, okay, I'm in. I want to go too. Yeah. He's like, literally, he's like, bro, I'm leaving on Monday. And this conversation was on uh, Saturday. Okay. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he's like, all right, we'll pack up so we can go. And then on Sunday, I'm He's driving him. there. Yeah, we were driving yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. He, the funny thing was, I feel so bad for that guy because... He had a stick, yeah. like, and I can't drive a stick. Yeah, so okay. this so guy, only he could drive. <laughs> 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 so, Dude, so, you suck, man. Oh, man. People like you are the oh, worst, man. Man up and learn how to drive a stick. No, no. Man up. <laughs> so what happened was when we left, yeah. uh, I messaged him on Sunday night. Wakes you up. C- can you drive? I've, I've been driving 12 hours. Now, nah, bro, feels an automatic. I know. I was passed out. Wake <laughs> me up in Edmonton. So, so he picked me up. And my mom was like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to Edmonton. I have, you know, got to get myself a job. And I'm an oil the, man. Now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though I didn't even got the tickets to go because you have to have certain tickets, uh, H2O yeah, and all yeah, these yeah, other yeah. stuff. Got, these are all the accreditations, accreditations and what, that you got to get work, to work, be allowed to work on yes. the rigs. Yeah. And so You're like, I'll do it there? Do it there. Yeah. So I left with him and he couldn't believe that I made that certain decision so quick, so fast that um, he was like, he was like, I can't believe you're actually coming with me. And I was like, yeah, well, I told you I was going to come with you. And, uh, and my mom was like, uh, my mom was obviously upset because I'm leaving again. And she's like, well, I hope you, you know, come back, live with us. We can figure out stuff. And I was like, no, I got to do this on my own. Yeah. So when I did make the trip, and I have never camped on the way with nobody. Uh, this was the first time learning the camping experience as well. Wait, 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 okay, so you were camping 
for five days to get to Edmonton. So, so did you stop at campsites? Yeah, campsites. <laughs> and he, he knew the campsite. I didn't know shit. You You're know? not getting <laughs> Nothing, it, bro. You grew, bro. You grew up your life growing up was camping, And this white right? guy yeah. knows the ways and incidentally, he was like, there's a, big, there's a bear there. Be careful, don't go there. This this site is the fishing site. And I had no idea. I have never camped in my life. I yeah. have no clue yeah, yeah, whatsoever, yeah. you know? And uh, so we, we took a journey to that, which was the best experience of my life because it opened up an actual experience, um, like, you know, how Canada was throughout, you know. Because the actual landscape the of landscaping Canada. of Canada, yeah, which I have never seen. Yeah. Um, coming from London, Ontario. It's a grand country, huh? Very. The, the flatness of the prairies. Oh, man. It was just, um, it, was, it, was, it was good. And then when we got there, um, I didn't have a place to stay. So, I stayed in a hostel there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because that was the only way. With uh, so it's funny because in the hostel there's only. So you were two. just determined to just go make money somehow. That's it. So how are you? You weren't training. You were like, I'll figure out a gym when I get there. Yes. Yeah. I figured out a gym that was there. Um, so I went there. So when I got to the hostel and I saw so many people like me are trying to find their path, and some of the people were already in the oil rigs at that time who would do 14 days on and then come two weeks off and live in the hostel. Oh, uh, just to at save that time, money. Just to save money before going back and forth. What did so they tell you about the they, they told me that it is a shit job. Yeah. yeah. It is dirty. It Major is... Major drug problems up there. Huge drug problems. Because people have money and, oh. and just there's nothingness. It is nothing. And yeah. there's no, no, no social life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is so flat that um, there's nothing at all coming from, especially coming from London, Ontario, Hamilton. You're like, yeah. oh shit, like this is something. Yeah. When you go there, it's like nothing. Yeah. And plus I had no friends, no family, yeah. nobody at all. Yeah. So I got into <laughs> like, like... is there a gym? I need a stairmaster to figure this out. I need a stairmaster <laughs> to figure out what to do next. Oh man, and and I I found a gym. It was like almost like forty five minutes away because they're so flat. It's so I mean the, the city is so flat and it's so far away that I didn't have no car, so I had to go to the bus to figure it out. Um, How so old were you at this time? I was twenty four. Okay, all right. So I was twenty four and. Um, Got really lost many times, to be honest. Of course. Um, because I didn't know where to go, where I was. <laughs> um, funny thing is, bro, I went there for the oil rig industry, did got my, um, you know, my whatever certifications. You got the tickets. And everything. Um, but meanwhile, obviously, I was trying to get into some kind of a job, so I got into dealerships. Okay. So when I got into dealerships. Used cars? Used cars. Okay. So the know. guy was looking for a sales guy at that time. And I was like, uh, so I applied applied to a lot of places, to be honest. Um, they were hiring. That was the only place that gave me a call uh, before anything else. So as soon as I got there. <laughs> Your resume just said, I'm from <laughs> Afghanistan and you were hired. <laughs> Pretty much. They couldn't. They couldn't back away. Yeah, Afghani. Yeah, Afghani. Used car salesman. Yeah, <laughs> you're to... born used car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, and then, yeah, so I got hired over there yeah. and uh, started working. And when I was making making money, like, like it was crazy. I good was, money. Good money. And paying 5% tax, too. Yeah. Because the taxes Alberta. were low. Ooh. It was low. So I was I was making, I was surprised myself. Um, and... Uh, and from there, I had a job offer from Beaver Creek Oil Rig Industry, and I turned the offer 
uh, out. Yeah, you're like, fuck that. Uh, fuck this. No way, I'm not going to dirty, dirty yeah. job. But my buddy Trevor was the one who got the job there. Okay. Uh, so funny thing is I'm in this. Uh, so listen to this. So I went there. Um, I didn't have, my driver's license was suspended. Okay. Uh, I figured it out there because it was expired. Because okay. I wasn't living with my mom for that certain time of the uh, certain time of the year, they send them the mail. My mom was like, "Whatever." Yeah, they didn't. You know how immigrant moms are? They ripped they it. Don't talk, yeah, they, they don't, don't communicate tell, shit. Communicate. Yeah. They, 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 just, they just say whatever. Like it's that literally just happened to me with the home insurance of the house. <laughs> They're like, "Yo, my home insurance called me." They're like, "We just want to notify you that your policy has been canceled." <laughs> I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> They're like, oh, we've been mailing you to update it for months. I'm like, oh, my God. Thanks a lot, Mom. You know that's when the house is going to burn down. Burn Those down. two days. Two days, yeah. yes. And, uh, yeah, and then when I was there, um, and they asked for my driver's license at the, at the dealership, and it said expired, like, oh, well, you can't be fucking driving cars. And I said, oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it renewed and get everything done. So the guy was a young guy, the owner of the place. So he's like, it's all good. No worries. Because I understand you came, you came from nothing. You're here from London, Ontario. Blah, blah, blah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Came from nothing. I didn't say that. <laughs> you know? Well, pretty much. Like, you know? <laughs> I didn't say anything about that. What the fuck? So, so he's like, just stay, whatever. It's all good. You're right? Good. Yeah. Um, which was very nice of him. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, man. And then from there, um, I got into Nissan dealership. And then from Nissan dealership. So okay, so at this point now you're selling new cars. New cars. Yeah. yeah. And then from new cars, um, then I got into North Edmonton Kia. I became. I was there. And that's a huge. My friend Jawad. Jawad. Uh, if you're in the London, Ontario area, by the way, and you're looking for a a uh, Land Rover Jaguar ahead of Jawad El Hakim, the best. Right. But he at the he worked at the Kia in London. I think he said the North. Edmonton Kiel was the highest grossing dealership in the country, right? Yeah. That was that they pushed Kia's like hotcakes out there, huh? Crazy. In St. Albert. What is it? What is it? Why do people what We were what? just um it was it was a new brand. Yeah. Um and uh, my buddy James was the one who was the sales manager there that that called me and said, "Hey, uh, cuz cuz he he knew that I had the numbers cuz we worked together at Nissan and he's like, "You got to come here." And then I was like, if I come there, I don't want to work as a sales guy. I want to work as a as a finance, as a man- finance manager I know about or accounting or something. Because he, he's like, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't like selling cars. I need to do something, you know. So you're not a big fan of the sales hustle. No, no, I was. I really, I think I just did it because like I needed the money. Yeah, it was necessary. It was just necessary at the yeah. time, and it was working for me. Yeah. So when I got there as a FM, um, he's like, all right, come here. So I worked there for almost like two weeks. As a as a sales guy on the floor to yeah. understand and to the products and everything else, and then they finally put me into a finance uh, position, and then I was I was caking money. Yeah, I was caking. Were money. you able to use your accounting skills? Everything, yeah. bro. I finance was, manager. That's where you make the money. Yeah, a finance manager. And then funny thing was the guy upstairs, the internet director, quit the job because he was not go- no good. Yeah. So they were looking for a guy there. So this is in Alberta still. Still, and then. Um, and then the GM came and spoke with me because I was doing so well as, as FM. Yeah. He, he thought that I had something in me to do the internet directing section. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know much about internet and stuff, but I can definitely work my ass to understand the whole thing. And there was a team of 12 people that I had to take care of. So I was pretty much, uh, you know. Being so, all, so they were just looking for a leader. Yeah. And you didn't know anything about that. No. And there's those 12 people all execute. 
the internet like efforts. Yes. So now did you just go to and be like, okay, so what have you guys been doing so far? So pretty much, yes. That was the main thing. <laughs> so, okay, for the meantime, while I learned everything, continue doing what, <laughs> what, the you're last, doing. what Steve said. said yeah. <laughs> just keep doing that for a week and uh, I'll update you on Monday. So, and yes, yeah, so it worked out well because I understood the game of how to manage people. Yeah. After like three months. Okay. Um, and, um, and what is it? Just kind of like respect people's... Uh, intelligence, Underst- intelligence, not not that knowing what actually motivates them, what drives them, what drives them, yeah, and I, uh, and not being not work as a coworker, but work as a family, as a team, and that was the main thing that I wanted to do with that section of mine that was given to me, and and I wanted to you know tell them because I was the type of person that I was there to work, yeah, like you know, so I was working seven days a week, you know, even even when I come home. I was still messaging to clients. Yes, you got to follow uh, up on leads. Leads, and, and it was just uh, emailing them yeah, nonstop. Sales is all 11, game. 10 a.m., uh, 12 p.m., yeah. you know, nonstop, just emailing them back and forth. Here's a side question real quick. Yeah. And all of the dealerships that you were a part of, was cocaine a problem? <laughs> it was always a problem there. From what I yeah, from what I know, car sales <laughs> yeah. is such a cocaine-ridden environment. Oh, man. It is. It is un, especially there, because there's nothing to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about. Did you have managers doing cocaine? Uh, no, I didn't have managers, but Just I did sales have guys? sales guys, employees. Uh, they were they were they were high. They were drugged up. Even even me, I, because I didn't have any friends there. I, I start smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, as bad as it sound, right? Classy. So I was smoking, oh, your smoking, think? smoking, smoking. <laughs> Forget about sponsors, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was smoking, 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 and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, I gotta, I gotta stop. Yeah. Like, uh, this, this isn't me." So, good thing with me is that I, I, I don't get addicted to stuff. Okay, you're. Like, and okay. um, and that's one of the things with me. And quit the cold turkey. So back to the game of an internet director. Um, worked there for about. So I would work there for three months straight, seven days a week. Then I would come here, take one week off to come see my mom and them here in, in uh, Toronto. Okay. Or Missis- I mean, sorry, my aunt and them. And my mom would come from London to Mississauga. And I would see my friends. And I will go back there again, back to the grind. And uh, At this point, are you lifting, competing in Alberta? What are you doing in I Alberta? I was just working. I wasn't lifting. Not even gymming? Not even gymming. For a whole year? For almost a year. Wow, really? I yeah. never knew that. Yeah, almost and, a year. And it didn't, you were just working so much? So much, yeah. Were you doing push-ups at home? Nothing. Or? Nothing? Nothing at all, nothing at all. What were your figure? Did it, like, the, did you just have so much, like, base muscle that you, nothing changed? It, it changed a lot, of course, because yeah. due to the stress, due to the pressure of the work, true, and true. due to, um, obviously, being, I think I was depressed at that time, yeah, and too. and you were buying all your meals, probably. Meals and stuff, and yeah. I wasn't really, like, I was always ongoing yeah. type of thing. Um and then eventually, it hit me uh, to go back to uh, Ontario. No, no, to uh, to go to the gym. Got it. And then what was the moment you were on a stairmaster? No, I wasn't on stairmaster. <laughs> it was the moment was, you know, I'm like, okay, I I think I got my team and stuff. Uh, one goal ready to go. They know what they're doing now. Now I can actually take some time okay, off. Okay, so you can go on autopilot a little autopilot, bit. Autopilot, yes. Yeah. Okay. And that kind of gave me time to to go back to myself, and and which was really big, because to the point that I was actually training three days, a, um, three times a day. This is when you decided to go back. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna catch up quick. Yeah, quick. So I went there 
three times a day. How did you do that? So like lunch, would, before work, after so, work? So yeah, so before work, I would go there um, because we would start at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock. So I'll go there, do my cardio, do my do my abs, do my steam room, and then get out, get ready. What does the steam room do? Uh, steam room is good for for muscle recovery and everything, detoxes everything out of your system as well. Um, um, so you can work out faster again. Again, in your steam recover room? as well, and sure. and all the stuff that I've been uh, you know eating and stuff like that, I wanted to detox it out. Right, because it was unhealthy stuff. Oh, yeah. steam does that. Steam helps you out, oh, clears shit. it out. Yes, it's actually good for everything. Fuck, to be honest. Overall, oh, like inflammation, inflammation and all that shit. Everything. Okay. Literally, and um, especially for smokers too. If you're smokers, if you're planning on quit, quit smoking, go to the steam room every day in the morning, and I guarantee you, within a week, you 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 feel disgusted of smoke. Oh, why? Because of the detox effect. Detox, yeah. Really? It, yeah, it does that. And yeah. this is, did, did any of the people that you, uh, during your physical training days, experience this? Uh, no. You just realized this? I realized it myself because I was, I was smoking. Oh, it just got you out of it. It got me out of it. Yeah, that's I felt really the immigrant section tip of the day. Tip, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. All right, keep going. Um, <laughs> Get more of these tips. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was the, that was the main thing. And, um, so you started going three times a day. Times. At this point, we're like, I'm going to compete again. I'm yeah. going to win gold. Win gold and then go ahead from there. And so I did get back to shape again, um, being myself. And when did I compete in back? Was I competed? I'm just thinking about it. It was on 20, 2016. This was your welcome back competition. Competition. In yes. Alberta. In No. In Mississauga. So what happened was, so listen to this. So I met my wife. Yes. All right. Where? Uh, through Instagram. Through Instagram. Through Instagram. Oh. Fuck Tinder. <laughs> you know. So through Instagram. Your wife's uh, catch, by the way. I Thank already you. told you this on the side. Yeah. I don't know how your monkey ass <laughs> got with her at all. She hey, obviously, man. yeah. Thank God. I don't know <laughs> if know? she fucking bought a Kia or some shit. <laughs> no, she didn't buy a Kia, yeah. bro. <laughs> You know, um, but so you met her in Alberta. No, I met her um, actually in Toronto. Okay, but I, while I was in in Alberta. So you're visiting family. You family. met her then, yeah, at a wedding or something. No wedding. Yeah. It was just through Instagram and because um, that's how the Arabs spot their future wives. Future, you know, yeah. at the wedding, <laughs> wedding. They're, they're sniping. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, bro. Or they, I know exactly. That's how they got what the best mean. suits. You know, <laughs> yo, I got four weddings lined up this summer. I'm gonna find a wife. <laughs> That's another tip for the people. Yeah, exactly. If you want to find tip a wife. Number two, the immigrant you know? section. Yeah, Even for girls too now. Nowadays, oh, that's what they do. They wait for weddings. There. Engagements. They're like, oh, let's get together. People are just there you looking know? for their future spouse. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you found her. Yeah. And what? What? how did that get involved with your comeback to competition? Um, so pretty much what happened was, uh, first of all, I didn't know what, where she was from because I didn't know if she was from my culture. I thought she was just a... Uh, I thought she was from Pakistan, and uh, and I was like, okay, let's just get to know this person until I figured out that she had the same background as me. Until um, I figured out we had family mutual fa- mutual family friends, okay, as well from from back in the days, and everything worked out spot on, and um, for us to be together, yeah, like there's and no uh, resistance, no resistance between family, family values and stuff like so, that. Yeah, and uh, it was just perfect. Yeah, so. And so this, so obviously, if you want to, if you, so there was some changes obviously at the time that my mom was also wanting me to be back 
with her, of course, to be to come back from Edmonton to come back living here because my brother left for education as well. So she was living alone by herself with okay. my sister. Yeah. Um, and while I met my wife and I was getting ready for a show too, uh, the show was in Mississauga. Um, and uh, and so what happened was um, so the whole engagement and um, and marriage thing came on. Okay. So <laughs> quickly. So it came on quickly, and that's why I was like, all right. So I had to default in the competition because I was because obviously you meet this person, you get to know their families, which is really big in our culture, especially for my mom, for her mom. So out of respect, I had to back away from my prep. Just because uh, prepping for competition is full time. Right? Full time. Um, there is like, especially if you want to come back, you can't. Can't drink water and yeah, shit. Yeah, so you have to be very, very... And, and to be honest, man, it takes a lot of tooling in your body too. Okay. It takes a lot of tooling in your body. Cause tooling? Of, yeah, tooling as in like, it takes a lot of... Um, like it hurts your body to the point that you become cranky oh. um, because no carbs, no yeah, sodium, yeah, yeah, yeah. no sugar. So it takes a lot of hit. You know got what it, I mean? Got it. Um, You're especially, difficult. Yeah. So I'm become dis- I, I really become very difficult yeah. at that time, especially. You can't compete and make a good impression, first impression at the same exactly. time. Exactly. So the competition had to go. Had to go. Okay. Had to go, and that's why. I, um, so that was the main, main thing. So we sat down. We figured out the engagement and everything else for me to move back to 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 toronto because that's where she lived and uh, that was the whole thing um so came back got engaged um <laughs> did you rent a crazy car for that thing? no 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 nothing man, crazy man. man it was just like you know just just you, go get get the thing done. That's what'd it. What you do with all that finance manager money? Oh uh, man, it's there, bro. <laughs> it's I don't there, know. Bro. It's not. I don't yeah, know, man. Look you, what you, now you're looking, your eyes are darting <laughs> oh, around, bro. Yeah. What are you, ta- <laughs> you, you talking to, you bro? Owe me money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll email transfer you. Yeah. No, you won't. <laughs> it's like, that's what you said last. Time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so the whole point was um, to get married. To, so finally got engaged, and then. Um, and then for me, there was a trip to to share classic event to India. Okay. So now we hop onto that uh, sponsorships and traveling. So so um, share classic event. Share classic. What is that? Is it I, I yeah, it's for fitness and health. So you um, skipped the Canada one. Yeah. Met all the family. Yeah. Got engaged. Yes. And then how many months passed? Literally about three months passed. Three months passed, and now you're like, I'm gonna go to the Sheru. Sheru Classic in India. Okay. Um, and, and you prepped. You were prepping those three months. I wasn't really prepping. They so what they what, what they did was Sheru Sheru actually me and Sheru talked it through Instagram and we became good friends. And he wanted me to come down to India and actually be part of that event and also. Okay, from like a branding and whatnot. It's you're not necessarily competing. No competing. Correct. Okay. So I went there and there was um, obviously marketing because India was getting populated in terms of a fitness and health because everybody wanted to compete. Everyone, their pro card um, became really because obviously. So there's a lot going on. A lot, and the yeah. people are not educated as much. So yeah. you need to um, have a lot of uh, like in terms need, of health and fitness. Health and fitness. Yeah. Okay. So, so everyone's like squatting all fucked up. Yes. <laughs> Most <laughs> their of their forms are off, and their yeah. diets are off. Yeah. Because uh, obviously they're they're new to this. Yeah, got it. Got right. It. And uh, just so trying to get so those Bollywood biceps. biceps huh? Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now you look in this camera, bro. <laughs> but give me that, a flex, I'll cut it later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry. So and then, so yeah, that's what I went and um, and I met, uh, saw the environment, saw the people, and I haven't been to India for almost 
27 years of my life. So just real cut to the side here. You were born in Afghanistan? I was born in India, Delhi. You were born in Delhi? Yeah. This was this was old Delhi before New Delhi. Yeah. No, this is the. the yeah. I thought it was called New Delhi. <laughs> I think. Well, I don't know. Probably. I don't know shit. Yeah. So you were born there. How yeah. long did you stay there? Uh, till I was seven years old, eight years so old. So you learned. So you knew Hindi. Hindi. And then you went where? Uh, Canada. And then you went to Canada. Okay. I thought. So you were just Afghani and you grew up there. Ooh, right. You never were in Afghanistan. Never okay. were in Afghanistan. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so you go back. Yeah. Uh, you're at the Sharu Classic. Yes. You're making friends with everybody. Yes. And you're seeing what's happening over there. Oh yeah, and it was it was insane. It was the, it the vibe was you, inspired me. People were actually appreciate, um, you know, a guy coming from Canada. They were they were they were taking photos. So they were they shocked. Were, yeah. Yeah. Is this with the is this the one with the plane or was the plane the next time? Because uh, no. I know you told me you got there on a plane. Yeah. One time and people were surrounding. Oh, yeah, that was the plane. first time. That was that was the first. That yeah, was that, that was time. the first time. Yeah. So people, so they branded your. They said you were coming. Yes. And what did they say, announce you as being? Canadian fitness athlete, men's physique athlete. Okay. Who, and they didn't know that you lived in India. No, they didn't know. They didn't have any idea whatsoever. So when you get there and you told them, yo, I lived there seven years, they're like, oh. Yeah, there was just, uh, the whole environment was, I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. Like, you know, people value so much more there, especially I here. Um, you know, you're just a guy at the gym just lifting weights, and they kind of look at you like, oh, well, this guy is just too jacked and whatever, whatsoever. But over there, they actually are inspired. They actually want, you know, I think everybody has escaped from their lifestyle of living, how they want to live. So they want a different pathway. And when they see somebody, you know, their physique or, or see a girl that's really fit, they, they go after them. They want to learn the knowledge. They want to learn a lot from you. And they actually admire you. Oh, so the level your... of public admiration for efforts like this over there are it's way more huge, than here. Huge, huge, huge. Here you're just a regular guy. Dude, just just so a regular guy. The a gym, guy that's it. Like having you know. trouble scratching his back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's why I got married. I got yeah, a wife. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to find corners and just go. <laughs> 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 you got a wife. It <laughs> both <laughs> works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need, right? Yeah. So right. you saw that. And, and uh, you flew back. Yeah. And what did what happened in your mind? Um, so I, what happened in my mind was back to grind, man. Back to work. Um, Were you like, oh, I'm gonna compete again? And then I was deciding to compete in March, and I did. Um, did what was it called? Um, I did. Yeah, I did. Com I competed again in Mississauga. I did classic physique, uh, placed it third, and that was the first time my wife was there with me to see the the inside of the background stage of how it works. Is that when you get painted like brown, brown, and tan, and, and that's like just to see the muscles, see the more? muscles cut, and saw saw me go through a progress, of course, to see what I was, how it was happening. Yeah, because she has never witnessed that, and it was all new to her, um, and. So what happened was, of course, I did that, qualified again, because obviously I didn't compete for such, such a long time. And um, so I did that, and and through the transaction, we were planning our wedding, we were trying planning on, um, you know, uh, finding a place to, to live as well. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and those are the things that came along the way, uh, too, because obviously once you're engaged, the, the priorities comes, uh, family comes, relationship comes. And you had to be on top of that as well, because 
um, in our culture, once you're engaged, is everybody's pushing for you to get married as quick as po- as quick as possible. Yeah, because it, it, yeah, it's like if yeah. you're engaged, that means yeah. you can have sex, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like it by the th- so they want you to wrap it up real quick because <laughs> it's like oh, you can't be engaged like in this in like uh, in our Middle generation. Eastern kind of like this kind of uh, culture. Yeah, it's like. You gotta get engaged and then get, get married, married in six quick, months. Like literally so fast. If it's a year, people are like, oh, uh, like what? A, yeah. You know, like oh, like you know what I mean? Like, but but that was a. So big I get thing. that pressure. Yeah, so the pressure was there, but at the same time, it wasn't a pressure from uh, from my families. It was just the the just the general the culture culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which was which was okay, but at the same time, guys, it, like I want to share this with everybody out there. If you are happy with your partner and don't worry about the environment, the people whatsoever, because I understand that after being married and have a kid, um, those things don't matter as long as what matters with you and your partner. If you guys are happy together, do what's right and do what's best. Because in the end of the day, uh, people don't don't matter. They they will they will always talk negative. There's always gonna um, be noise. Uh, there's always gonna be noise, you know, and and it's always gonna be there if you do something good or bad. Um, or whatever, like you know, in, in just generating life, shit, you man. know, and positivity from massive. From massive, I want to talk about your transformation to positivity, yeah. but let's keep going. I want to get this. So and so that was that was the main thing. Once that was done, you know, um, obviously, once you get engaged, we got married, um, had my first kid, you know, right away. If we completely forgot the fitness industry, but I was still training like a dog. I was still hitting the gym. I was still hitting the weights. Um, and um, so my journey started with that. And throughout the journey of being married, settling in the house, working uh, working as a finance manager at a used car dealership with, for my friends as now well. Now in Mississauga. That was, yeah, I was in Mississauga. No, I was in North York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I uh, came, I came, I yeah, checked yeah. the effort. You had the SL Mercedes SL. for a while, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, you were yeah, living back then, boy. Back then Snapchat, Instagram story updates constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, we get it. You're in the dealership's SL. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With a hard I know time. it's not yours, baby. So, <laughs> Whatever, I was driving it. Yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm just jealous of <laughs> shit. Yeah, God, I want to drive that car. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so that's what the, the whole thing was. Um, we were there. And, um, I've been through, you know, a, um, you know, when I had my first kid, um, of course, it was a premature born. Um, he was a six, uh, actually, no, three months early. Three months early. Yeah, three yeah, months yeah. early. And, That's super early. Uh, super early. Yeah. And that kind of, uh, I guess, uh, changed my whole perspective of life. Um, you know, being... Uh, I guess being a husband was 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 the best thing, but but being a father, and knowing that uh, you know you put your life uh, through, you, 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 like you see your own kid almost, like you know that that he, maybe he might not be able to make it, if he's gonna make it, or sometimes when you you can't sleep, you know, and you get a call. I can't even uh, imagine. Man. Yeah, man, you can't. You get calls so saying that he's oh, in the in the and yeah in the he's in the, in the uh, box in what's the what's it called um, sinus uh, the intensive care for here, premature premature right? yes because three months is very premature yeah so what did they tell you what did the doc the doctors the doctor said that uh, we gotta keep them in the in the intubators yeah pretty much just like a fake womb fake womb much, yeah right? yeah uh, keep them till their organs grow they do a lot of testing they do a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of things yeah um, for them to obviously stay alive um, thank God for modern medicine huh? yeah God for bro it was it, it's a miracle 
because I know I see your kids' updates now, so you it's know, just, uh, it's bless, just you know, the kids. insane, insane, bro. Yeah. Like, she was obviously as a mom too. It was hard for she her took to it be way there. Ten way. years, I mean, t- ten hours of being there in the hospital. In uh, labor? In, no, no, like um, just to do skin to skin. Okay. Just to do, you know, breastfeeding. Just to do uh, extra stuff, obviously, for the... Because the, the quicker... If the dad and the mom are there most of the time, the quicker the baby actually recovers. And it, that's the sensation that the baby gets. Really? Yeah. Just physically nearby? Just physically nearby or skin to skin. So you do skin to skin. So you literally put the baby on your skin. Yeah, for about two, three hours. And there's a biological benefit for benefit it. Benefit for the kid. It's not just really. Yeah. That's incredible. What yeah. does nutrients go through? What happens? Uh, I just. The doctor said, God put knows, this baby man. on yeah. the mother. Yeah, on the mother, on the father. For just hours. Just hours, and then they will they will feed the feed them through the, through the tubes Tube, yeah. and stuff underneath. Their the thing, and then they have a mass oxygen mass for them to breathe, so their lungs can develop, their organs can develop, develop. And there was me working from like ten to ten to seven, and then as soon as I was done at seven o'clock from Brampton, I was going to the hospital. To hospital so and what was the mo- was there one moment where the doctors were like, "The kid's gonna be good." The ki- uh, the doctor always was positive about it because obviously they never give you false hope. Yeah, yeah. but was uh, there a turning moment where they're like, moment. "Oh yeah, of course, of yeah. course." There were there were many turning moments, but there was also downfall moments too. Uh-huh. That the baby was not breathing for ten seconds or five seconds of being out. Yeah, uh, and and it ha- and it happens mutuals of times. And your heart stops. And your, too, uh, huh? my heart stops. Or like to be honest, when the first time that happened, um, I started sleeping in the car uh, in the downtown parking lot. You said you just yeah. didn't want to leave. I didn't want to go home, uh, so I would go to work. Uh, you know, take like my whole, uh, so I'll go home, take all my stuff, like my toothbrush and everything else, my clothes, for work. So, um, just so I can go there at seven o'clock at night, so I can stay in there. And so obviously, my wife is there too, so I would she wouldn't really eat as much. So get the meals, do all these things, um, and then uh, and then yeah, man. And then I would be like, all right, I'm gonna go. In the car, let me know if you need something. So even there, like, because there's uh, only one person that is allowed to be there with yeah. them. Sometimes to stay overnight. So you just be nearby. So, so just be nearby. That's crazy. Yeah. And then get up. That's fatherhood, man. Yeah. And that's, that's when it changed me a lot, a lot, and a lot. It changed me. So when uh, he came, how many, how long was he in the hospital? Uh, almost uh, two and a half months. Thank God uh, for the Canadian health yeah, system too. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, so the taxes out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the taxes adds up, man. So he's out. Yep, healthy. You're just like thankful as hell. Oh man, so, so, so thankful. He was home. We were just, you, I mean, it's hard to express the yeah, feeling. Yeah, I, I couldn't even imagine um, if you it was, uh, It was unbelievable at that time. Um, but now when I, when I look back, when I see his photos and comparison to where he is, how active, how how quick, how intelligent he has, how fast he has developed, you know, to be a, a small little character going to your house, talking to you or, or annoy the shit out of you, you yeah. know, <laughs> uh, this or that or whatever. Like, you know, it just, especially nowadays, the kids in this environment are, are a sponge. So whatever you do, um, they look up to you. They learn so quick that... Uh, that within within less than less than a couple of years, they already are at your level of knowledge and education, bro. Yeah. Because of because um, just the environment is just the way those the first six years. Yeah, they're just sponges. They learn any language oh. that's around them. They learn oh everything. Oh my god, bro. Yeah. And uh, it's just un un unreal, and uh, and yeah, and you know. Did your training change once that? 
And so when he came home, I didn't train for almost uh, almost eight months. I was just working, coming home because I wanted to be around my my my, my wife, my my kid, and a lot of families will come over to visit us from London, or my mom, or my aunt from Mississauga, her mom from 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 Toronto, her uh, Toronto to Brampton, um, and uh, and to be honest, uh, that's when when I when I was new that he was crawling, he was he was good, he was healthy. Obviously, the monthly there was every three months you had to do a checkup, vaccinations, yep. and all these other things to see the brain, to see the lungs, to uh, do certain certain checkups. How he's um, developing, right? While yeah, growing, yeah, yeah. all the standard like uh, metrics and like metrics, indicators. The indicators, yeah. yeah. Especially for premature, they say that is really um, sometimes they, they cannot catch up as quick as a as the, the as the usual usual level, level. Of, like, progression. But but grateful, grateful to God that he has catched up so quick, so fast in a short period of time that. That in my family that they call him the miracle baby. Oh hell yeah, yeah bro. the miracle baby <laughs> and the power of skin uh, to skin, skin now. Yeah, man. skin to skin. And man. Uh, and I guess that's what um, you know. I, I mean, God has His own ways to do and uh, to do things in life. Uh, puts you through certain uh, certain downfalls for us to appreciate our own parents and. Uh, Puts a certain downfall to appreciate life a bit more, and to see life in a different perspective because it changes you completely. It shifts. It shifted me as as a as a person completely. That now there's like no negative negative effects on me. There's no nef- if someone's talking negative, I would not even imbalance it towards myself. Like I I, bec- I I pretty much become to be honest. Over time, I pretty much become like a, like. Um, like a like a what am I supposed to say? Um, like a wall that throw anything negative towards me is just gonna bounce right back to that to that point of people. Cause you know you have that kid. Cause you have I, that. I like, have the kid. I have my family. You have the unit. Unit and that's it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's, all that matters that's beautiful, man. Yeah. And um, fuck, I'm still out here just absorbing this negativity, <laughs> bro. People talking shit to me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a kid, man. I need, I need to find someone, bro. Now I'm realizing the solution. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. That's man. Dude, it that's it amazing. hits you. It hits you, uh, and uh, it changes you. It makes you want to work ten times harder, because you know you have someone there to work for. Um, before it was all about me, the gym, the wife, the home, the bills. Um, really. It's like after a really hard long days, and I'm sure your father has mentioned that to you too. When when you have when they when he sees you guys, when he hugs you guys, everything pretty much, you know, drifts it away. Like the world just becomes blank. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. You know, it just becomes so blank, so pure. Um, like like by your heart, you cannot do anything bad towards people. You, like, like just 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 that like you like your spiritual like your whole like you've spirit- been cleansed yes like your whole spirit changes your whole mind changes man and so uh, is this where because now you're just like uh now your general message and the themes of your posts that i see on instagram it's always positivity it's always like nothing negative hardly any nothing negative but stuff. motivation and positivity it's exactly and like growth and forward progression and like yeah. i'm like man this guy had a transformation at some point and now I realized it was your son being on the line, line yeah. and being like, and then getting good, getting good, coming healthy, healthy yeah. and then you're like, wow, like this is all that matters. Yeah, and I'm very, very grateful for that, and I couldn't ask for more. That's beautiful, man. That's fucking beautiful. Makes me want to have a kid, to be honest with you. 
I mean, I, I can't imagine going through that, and I never want to experience well, yeah. that. Yeah. I really don't. But at I the hope same no time, goes through that. yeah, at the same you know, time, it's like, wow, it's, uh, it is it is tough. You're just so at peace. You're like, yeah, you're aura. You know what I mean? And that is one of the main things that, you know, when because um, you don't think of yourself first anymore, right? No, at all. never, never. No, you would. Yeah. OK, we all think of ourselves first, first. First, yeah. But that's 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 normal. That's second nature is to be like. You gotta, you gotta be selfish. Like it's normal nature, normal selfish. nature yeah. until you have that unit, till you have that kid. Yeah, but there, are, but but I guess everybody, everyone's different. Every 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 man, female are different in their in their own ways. I guess sometimes it's like um, I've seen couples that they don't really focus too much on their kids or anything else. That makes me sad to see, you know. And uh, but this is this is the environment and the people that we grew up with. And we're always going to be in this adaptation, you know, because it's never going to change, right? It just depends on um, how much you communicate with your partner and, and obviously, you know, being, um, being, uh, I was, obviously, when I was young, it was, it was hard, uh, childhood, obviously, because my father wasn't there most of the time. Um, and growing from, so my father wasn't there most of the time, of course, because um, it was just really hard um, seeing all these things when I was a young kid. Cause um, and I and I and I wanted to make sure that that I wanted to be there for my kid. Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah, I knew that he was not there, so I just didn't. So I took that negative side of 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 him um, and turned into a positive of, of a person that I could become. So that's why I took off this whole entire summer just so I can spend. Cause he, my kid is fun now, so I do a How lot of activities. He? He's he's two, almost two. Yeah. So doing some activities with him just keeps me busy. Matter of fact, I took him out of daycare so I can, <laughs> so I can actually spend as much time as I can. That's um, this whole entire summer, because obviously we get two months of summer. Because um, <laughs> fucking hate winter here. You can't do yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, right. You, you know? gotta get uh, it in quick. Quick. So just do that and just focus, and um, and that's the main thing for me at this point. Um, what's next for you, though? For what's next for me, um, honestly, bro, at this point, it's like um, I'm I I, uh, I competed I, I competed in April recently yeah. in two thousand and this year. Yeah. Um, came second. I got ready within three weeks, four weeks with my coach. So this was the nationals. This was the no. This was not. That's this was the regional. The regional. Okay. Regional, just the regional, because yeah. obviously years you have to go back again yeah, yeah got to the it, same it. position yeah. again and then now i qualify for nationals and um when's nationals nationals are this i mean canada there's nationals all over the place yeah but in canada there is one in october there was one that just passed in toronto pro show um and there's always going to be nationals next year and stuff too so like i said uh, i want to enjoy i specifically want to enjoy my summer Okay, and that's why. But I'm still on a diet. Like you know, I still eat my clean meals. You know, un unflavored, nasty meals that my wife calls it. That how the hell do you eat this type of stuff? It's you know, discipline, discipline, food my food form, and <laughs> and to be honest, people think that oh, going to the gym hard will will, will give you results. No, it's, it's actually the one hour that you train of intensity, and it's the rest of the twenty three hours um, of your daily routine that that makes your physique change. 
you know. Yeah, they say I heard that they're like abs are made in the kitchen. Kitchen, yes. Yeah, I see yes. that quote all over. Yeah, <laughs> and so all these things, right? And and that's what the thing with me, man. I just want to enjoy enjoy with my family. Actually, my cousin's kids are coming down from Edmonton too. Hell yeah! So three of those kids uh, will be here end of this month. So it's gonna be really nice for my for my son to see their cousins and especially. Um, my wife's sisters, they do have kids as well. So they're going to be all, it's going to be nice and a family oriented fundamental thing for me at this moment, uh, till I decide to compete again. Um, I was, I was planning to do it this October. Yeah. Um, still debating if yeah. I was going to go through with, uh, with it or not. Cause obviously I have an, I have an op- option of, a, well, I'm qualified for either this year or next year. Okay. So I have a qualification, um, and depending on, on how I feel. Um, if I if it's necessary, I'll do it. I'll get ready, you know, within eight to twelve weeks yeah. of a prep. Because um, obviously, I'm not gonna go all crazy with my food, with with eating, you know, junk food and not. Yeah, yeah you stay disciplined, disciplined, so you can hop back on the horse, horse right yeah, away. Right away. And uh, yeah. what about uh, competitions and stuff in India? Uh, competition stuff in India. Uh, I I went there. Um, I actually took my wife and kid there last. Last year, yeah, last year I took them there, and uh, and bro, my wife there went there just for food and nothing else, yeah. and even my son he enjoyed it, and I didn't go there, uh, so I so I went there to India, uh, I did competed there in India uh, as a men's uh, sorry classic physique which was bodybuilding. Oh yeah, I uh, wanted to ask real quick. When you say classic physique, what does that mean? Like, so there's classic, different categories? Yes. So men's physique is like a beach body type, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, classic physique, I would say it's uh, it's an old school Arnold's era. So big like chest? Big chest. You know Frank Zane and all these, uh, who else? Like the like the 90s bodybuilder. So men's physique is regular D's. D's. So men's classic physique. is like fucking big. Big, yes. Yeah, okay. So it's like a little bit more extreme. Is there anything else? Uh, and then there's there's bodybuilding. Is that right? And then like heavy Ronnie bodybuilding. Coleman? What does Ronnie call Heavy heavy bodybuilding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that's is just like too... your waist is like this, and yeah. then everything and else. And the guy was a legend, man. He was 295 pounds on stage, lean like a meat. You met him, right? Yeah, man. I met him just recently in Toronto Pro Show. Is he? Um, is he still huge? No, man. He's, uh, you know, he's on crunches. Yeah. Like, oh, he's, yeah. He's he's old. Oh, because old. It, the he, fucking game fucks up your lower back. He had a lot of lower back surgeries. He's on crutches, surgeries. huh? Crutches, yeah. What's the? Is there are steroids allowed? Like in a minimal use for this thing? Uh, yes, there is. There's um, there is of course in this because it's it's just the fitness industry has been like that. Yeah. Um. And but only time there is no steroid use is if you're doing natural shows. Yeah. But depending on the organization, if they will be doing any testing or not. Yeah. It all depends. So in Canada, they test. Uh, in Canada, I don't know. I cannot be. Okay. In uh, in India. In India, uh, same thing. No. All okay. most of the, most of the people in India who compete there are on steroids. Okay. All right. Um. So uh, it's pretty much if it's uh, if it's. Not a natural competition. You, you're on steroids. You know, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. And you can't really compete otherwise, right? No. That's fucking amazing. Dude. Yeah. Do you, do people take the syringe in the ass? That's the standard one. It gets in quicker, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. People approach me back when. Uh, so I used to obviously I did the naval reserves for some years. <laughs> I was in the naval reserves for like six years. 
Yeah. I don't know if my listeners know that, but yeah. <clears throat> when I was out in the east of Canada in Halifax, yeah. everybody in the Navy, in the gym was a roiding up. Man. No. Everybody. Man. Navy. Just like, yeah. And that's man, the Navy. Like, Canadian they're Navy? Like, they're not like, yeah, Canadian Navy. Oh, what yeah. the fuck? They're not like trying to do men's physique level stuff, you know? They're just trying to get a shortcut, right? Yeah. Because roids, they just, there's Crazy. a guy at the gym always like offering the, I forget what it was called, like the standard one. Yeah. D-ball or something like that. Yeah, those are the orals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Was yeah. it? The, yeah. Those are the orals. Those yeah. don't work that well. Uh, no. It, I mean, if you do your research and do your diligence on yeah. Google and yeah. see what they say or who's guiding fine. you, your doctors and everything else, if you there's always you know a way to it. But nowadays, uh, like you said, everyone's trying to find that shortcut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to the get there. Uh, no one, no one wants to work that hard. Nobody, especially the new generation, they don't look into hard work. They, they just want to be famous almost. Yeah. You know, they want to look good. They want to look quick. That's why there's like lip jobs, hip jobs, like tit jobs, everything, like ass jobs, everything, every elbow kind of jobs, a elbow too, jobs tricep jobs. Like yeah. Jesus Christ, um, people are spending. They'd rather you know spend money to put shit in their body rather than actually working so hard towards it. Cause it and, it's, and it's due to the social media, it's due to the filters, it's due to the insecurity that yeah, man, people have. Well, we're pushing so much so, perfect images out everywhere. Yeah. Everybody we thinks they're trying to trying this artificial to, shit. It's not real. It's no real, man. It's especially, not real. especially in Canada and North America itself. Um, for example, even the food that we eat, bro, it has hormones in it. Um, like the grocery store, yeah, the chicken the whole, breast. Yeah, the, those that makes the chicken big. Won't it make you big though? Yes. So, so I'm saying, so that's good. So you can like eat it and eat then it. get these, right? These, yes. But at the same time, it's what I'm trying to say is that people are not as disciplined, as real as they should be. What they're putting their self image out there. Oh, okay. You I know gotcha. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's like everybody is looking for a shortcut. Like you know, like you can't if you don't study for the degree. Yeah. You're not gonna pass the test. Yeah. Right. But you're to pass a test, cheap. you got to pay the fees. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, 4,000, 5,000. But if the fees is being paid by the government, you're like, oh, shit, it's okay. Like, I'm going to go study it, not take it as serious, or I will take it as serious. Uh, I got you. You, you get my point? Okay. I see. What you're, so there's, the, you got to have like skin in the game. Like, you got to yeah. invest in competing. So you got to, yes. Like, or, uh, we're talking about people or invest in having that. Uh, top-notch, high-level, world-level body, body yeah. without a cheating, like, mentality. Yeah. If I got that right. No, you did. Yeah, you, no, you did. You did, you did. You did good, bro. bro. Listen, let me just cut to the chase. I, I want steroids, okay, all right? <laughs> That's what this has all been about, okay? Give me... I want to get fucking dish. I want to get swole. Man, uh, we've done over an hour already, huh? No way. Yeah, dude, it's been Holy fucking shit. sick. But I want to ask you, what's what's next? So, if you... If you retire, yes, your bodybuilding. What do you think you would do? What would you? There's really no, is there is there any sort of business in owning a gym these days? Uh, there is actually is one there? of my. Because I always think about that, like gym. There, like, is, it's it is actually I do have one of my friend friend named Sonny from my Bollywood. Yeah. Um, he's a YouTuber. He's a he's a big YouTuber actually. He has over like ten million followers on his YouTube. Oh wow! This um, is an Indian dude. This is an Indian dude in yeah. Brampton. Yeah. Um, oh, in Brampton. What's his name? Brampton. His name is Sonny. Shout out Sonny, come to my <laughs> podcast, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. and definitely, if you want, I can talk to him so okay. he can come here. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, he so. is, uh, so he's one of the guys that I that I know who who's really, who done really well for himself. He actually has his own Netflix in India as well. Oh, wow, really? Uh, so his workout series are there. Oh, he's a, he's a lifter. He's okay. not a lifter, he's a 
trainer and a gym owner. So okay. he has a lot of clients. Oh, um, and, he, and so he's doing fine. And he's doing actually more than just fine. Okay, he's, he's living. Doing, he's living, living he's the living. life. And uh, and see people like that that inspire you, that keeps you going. You know, so when I look into these individuals, um, it's like you want to do more in life. You know, like you want to. So is that so? That's a path you would consider, huh? Yeah, of course, of course. Like if anything that's positive that's gonna come to- towards my path, I'm gonna obviously gonna do it. Hell yeah! Like, do you think you see yourself doing car stuff? In the future, in the or future, would you get away with that? From um, I think I'll get away from that. To be honest, um, it is a bit of a stressful job. Um, you know, it's just too much push, push, push. It's an hours kind of thing. Too, yes, right? yeah, uh, it is. And uh, but for now, like in, like I said, it's the main goal is the presence. Um, the future obviously is going to be there. The presence is the main thing that I want to enjoy. Obviously, being here with you. That's like, beautiful, you know, man. Yeah. You know, man. we're having a great time. You have an amazing enjoying, mindset, bro. I'm you know. here focused on fucking getting D's. I'm trying to have a kid just so I'm not negative in my own mind. The most <laughs> no, selfish reasons, man. It's I'm the like, experience if I have a in kid, our lives, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, you know, no, no, I'm experience. saying, I'm saying your point of view mm-hmm. is, uh, it's like noble. Yeah. It's like. I think it's, I mean, it's weird to say, but it's correct. It's like, it's that's the right point of view to have. I think you're just so at peace and you've yeah. just alleviated, uh, uh, you've achieved a state. Because I'll be honest with you, man, in high school, I I was always like, Massey's like, you were like the, the muscles. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like I, you know what I mean? Because you were fighting a lot in high school yeah. and I was like the nerd, right? Yeah, you were the big nerd, man. I was this big nerd. Big okay, nerd of ass yeah, just doing man. some library shit. Yeah, what? Studying it. What are you doing here? Reading books? Yeah, like, what the okay, hell? That, that, was like the, that, was that, like, that never happened. That was that like happened, that. bro. I was doing you know, math. I wasn't reading books. Just same like, shit. I'm here to get knowledge. No, that you, never happened. No, you were there doing 2 plus 2 it turned out to be 21. Yeah, I'm fighting motherfuckers, man. Yeah, meet you behind the LCB and fuck you up. Oh, man. Dude, those what I'm saying is back then, like, (laughs) the truth is I was just like, I don't know what Massey's like. I was, I had a very arrogant mindset. I was very young and I thought that the academics were all there is. So, the truth is, I was like, oh, I'm doing so good in school. That means I'm going to do better than people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like the really the wrong mindset. I, and it took me to a wall. I got my engineering degree. Yeah. I did corporate for years. I had a wall. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? This, yeah. this is never me. It was like, if you, imagine you got the accounting job. Yeah. And then you're in it for years and you never did that Stairmaster realization. Yeah. And you're just fucking in it for years, yeah. like unhappy as fuck. Yeah. But instead, you hit your passion and you went going your route way before me and yeah. i was the one taught i was the one who was arrogant and blind at a young age and it's just i think it's ironic and keeps you humble like you how humble. much you've done how much success you have achieved through your own hands nothing yeah. was put in your hands nothing you were d's from day one you were working out from day one and i would have if that if i told my 11 year old self yeah. i'm like yo massey is he's gonna have he's he's gonna pay his kids bills from his working out, like yeah. pay his pay for the family. That's yeah. amazing. That just makes me happy that yeah, it yeah. worked out like this. There's a lot of stories that did not end well. Yeah. And I'm happy that yours is one of the ones that was just like, Thank turned you. out amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's not done. You're what? You're probably 29. Just, you're 29, man. 29, like, and you're still going, right? Like you said, man, like, you know, I had a lot of people, especially in my culture and my own friends who, who doubted me, uh, like you said, like yourself, you know, and tons of people, um, 
you know, that was like, oh, what are you going to do? You just think, you know, you're going to compete. You're going to look like this. You're going to get into fitness. Everyone's doing it. You're not going to, you're not going to succeed. You're not going to get there. You know, uh, they always look down on me like, oh, look at this guy. Like, oh, oh wait, he, wait till he gets married. He's going to forget about uh, fitness and health. He's going to look like shit. He's just a meathead. Yeah. He's just trying to get big to fuck. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah. I had a lot of just those haters. negatives. Uh, haters, oh, yeah. uh, like 80%. I have a lot of people who are still like hating. No, hating but creeping on my Instagram for my own people, uh, but they never like or comment. And I know these motherfuckers that are there. How do you know they're creeping? You know, because I go through my stories and I see that. See them, see them, right? So sometimes it's like, especially now, right? Because it's like you know, I I got nothing, nothing to do. So I put my kid on the sleep, and I'm like, oh, let's see who the fuck is viewing my shit. So when I see it, and I'm like, holy cow, these people are insane. Like, so there's people you know well that are watching all your shit, all my shit, but not supporting any of it. Nothing. And they're, and they're day. consistently watching. And they're consistently watching reli- religiously. For years. For years. <laughs> oh, my now, God. You know, Family or cousins or what? Name them, bro. Family, cousins. <laughs> fr- like you name them from the A to Z. They're Yo, still there watching. I hope you're listening, you lurkers. Like, Massey you know, knows you're watching. You're watching. And like a fucking and picture, sad, you weird motherfucker. <laughs> at least like comment, you fucking bitch. At least comment. Bitch. Like, at least say you ain't shit. At least said to follow, you yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> like, shit. And... And that was a thing, and they always use that. And then, especially like you said, um, you got your engineering degree. Uh, and I do have friends who are engineering doctors. And to be honest, they put themselves into debt of sixty grand a year. I mean, whatever sixty grand in that in that process of engineering degree. Right now, they're making thirty to forty thousand dollars a year, and half of that goes to tax. Yeah, I mean, okay. To be honest with you, it's a little better than that. Yeah, they're making sixty, yeah. and a third goes to tax. But still, I don't even care about the money. To be honest with you, yes. It's but, like, thing, but 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 the thing is, now you see people go through like why would people go through an education of, of high level of engineering and doctor? Those are the two two main things in Canada that they push us. That they push us. At those that's the engineering mindset. Sorry, the immigrant mindset immigrant pushes mind, you to to think do that. Those are the only options. Yeah, but, I really thought those were the only. I thought yeah. I was like. I don't want to be a doctor, so I guess I'll be an engineer. That was my actual mindset. But but what was the what was the end goal of that? Like the end goal was yeah. just like financial was to be an engineer. I thought if I became an engineer, so my it wasn't family it wasn't it wasn't, the, it wasn't the income source then. It, no, it, engineering was one of the income. It, it wasn't a specific income I was chasing, yeah. but engineering was one of the things that would get me a good income. Good income, exactly. Yeah. So I would have good income and respect of those around me. Around me, yeah. So that's engineering, right? Yeah. And then it's just a fucking office. Job. You're just in a cubicle. Cubicle, yeah. Just exactly like you doing, like, like, yo, I'm smart. I'm funny. Yeah. I'm good around people. And I'm working for this corporation eight hours a day yeah. using those skills yeah. to grow this corporation's brand. At yeah. one point, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Just like you realize on the Stairmaster. What exactly. am I doing? Yep. But a lot of people just, I mean, a lot of people don't really, you know, two years ago, my brother passed away, right? Obviously, really, has yeah. him, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And yeah, you grew up with him. So you're one of the few people that knew my family. So you're one of the very few people that know that. So I started comedy pretty much just a little while before my brother passed away. And when he did, Hmm. when you have someone in your family pass away and you go back to the office and you're in a cubicle Mm -hmm. and you're like, he's dead. What the fuck am I doing in this cubicle? I could go any second. Yeah. That's the the thing. So your, your kid kind of like, inspired you to that it really changed you yeah the death of my brother really changed my mindset as to like what am i doing if you're yeah. not this one life it is if you're not doing what you're passionate about 
what the fuck? You're just you're killing you're just yourself. surviving you're just until yourself. you die. Yeah, you're, you're just, literally killing yourself. Your your inner self. You're I I feel like I saved my life. Yeah, and yeah. and that is a that, and that is a blessing, bro. Uh, even though, like, it came out of fire. Fire. Yeah, you know, and uh, and rest in peace. Like I remember Hazim. Um, he he was he was one of my really good friends. Yeah, bro. Um, He's the reason that I we tried so hard. I was school. I was trying to catch up to him. Yeah. He was always the one who's doing well, just Very doing well. well. Very He's well. smart as fuck. Very smart, man. And um, I was like half the... I was, I was compared to him and compared to you guys. I was really dumb. Oh, yeah. Uh, even oh, till shit. this day. I mean, nothing's changed. But, <laughs> no, still. It's not, but, but it's you got still. a lot of followers. So lot of, it's the hashtag blessed. <laughs> hashtag hashtag blessed, bro. But yeah, man. Like I said, through your just how Hazm's passing woke me up. Woke you up. Your son's being on the fence of life and death. Yeah, woke me up. Yeah, be like. Yeah, woke me up. Woke me up big time. Holy man! And um, and as shitty as yeah, and a lot of people won't have those really shitty, shitty events moments. in their life. Yeah, to wake up, but at the same time, it's a shitty event to happen. It is. Right? Uh, it's it makes you connect with your deep self. Absolutely. There's no hiding. There's no hiding. There's no and you and you realize it uh, when something most important thing is right in front of you, that that goes that the or that goes away or is about to go away. Exactly. Or you know that. And you realize can, this precious thing because you could yeah. be robbed from you. Yeah. You're like, oh fuck. No. This is not a game. No. This is not a game. Not a game. No. And that's the whole thing, man. And uh, and that's why when I when I see you in commercials and. And doing um, like ad uh, and seeing you doing these uh, these beautiful po- podcasts now that you, we're doing. Appreciate you. Um, f- like you know, it, it makes me so happy that you chose something that bring peace in your heart to do it. It makes you happy, you know, because a lot of because there's no fucking money in it. No, <laughs> yeah, of course, there is. You know what, man? Like honestly. Even the most richest man in the world is, is a really unhappy man deep down, you know, and and can be. be. Can, well, money's not the solution. After sixty, seventy thousand a year, money is not going to do anything. Money for is not the solution whatsoever. But money is freedom. Money is yes, financial freedom, absolutely. Financial freedom, yes. Uh, but it's what you choose to do choose with your to do. time. But everybody's running after success and success, and everybody who's running after success and fame um, to collect that big paycheck, but. They forget that life is so precious that anything could happen that they forget to, you know, experience themselves, to understand themselves on a daily basis. They're doing it because of the environment and the people. Yeah, exactly. They're doing it because I have to do this to to earn. Exactly. Um, if I'm love, an investment respect, banker, if, if I'm an investment banker, banker, then I have the respect of society and money. And money. And it's like, okay, like why does a society why is that your priority, right? Yeah. Like who hard. are they? Yeah. Like, like you don't even fucking exactly. know them. Yeah, exactly. Like it's they're just not a fucking paying your bills. They're yeah. not. They're not. They're not making your meals. You know? Are they wiping your ass? Hell no. They're not. They're not. They, they shouldn't even matter. You know what matters is you. 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 If you do the right things and you love to do it, that's gonna. The money will come. The automatically it's gonna flow to you man it will flow well, it's to gonna you. take time i mean it took you a long time it takes time of I course. but shit, that's but... that's life man yeah, yeah but that's exactly. life it takes time but you have to go through a lot of speed bumps in life to be to where you want to be and and if you look at the past the past is i live i live by this 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 thing that our past is just nothing but an illusion because we run by time 
You know, focus on the present and the future will come to you. Don't go towards the future. Focus on the present and the future will come to you. That's beautiful. And I'm going to end this podcast on that. Dude, I'm so happy Afik. we did this. And I'm, Me too, man. And I'm excited. I'm going to have you again. Absolutely. Just, we'll figure it out. And, come out, uh, man. Yeah, Anytime. we'll see. This is episode eight. This eight. will be episode eight. And uh, I'm really excited because now... Uh, I know the whole format works with non-comedians. You know, you're, yeah, this, this was really nice. And uh, I appreciate having you on, man. Thank you so much for having me, bro. Hell yeah. It means Thanks. a lot. You know, obviously seeing you after such a long time. The last time I saw you was, I think you came to the dealership. Yeah. You know, when, when I, was first, when I first moved back to Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. You, you, you see that? I'll show you the SL. Yeah, so. like, Shut the fuck up. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Hashtag SL. <laughs> I'm super happy for all your success. I'm Thank you. Same gonna, here, bro. And I know you're going to keep what? your trajectory still up. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yo, thanks for tuning in. Peace. Thank you. Thank you.